Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You mentioned functional mushrooms to anyone who knows a thing or two about fungi, and they look at you kind of funny. Like, duh, all fungi is functional. But in this case, we're talking about mushroom supplements and powders. So, I love functional mushrooms. So I want to talk about mushrooms and why I, as a naturopathic doctor, believe they should be the next multivitamin. I love cordyceps for workouts, for pre-workout. It's like it gives you an extra gear. Lion's Mane Mushroom Powder. I feel more energetic. I can concentrate better through the day. I'm sleeping better at night. This one, Reishi in particular, it helps manage your stress, your anxiety, helps you relax. It helps you with your sleep. It's great for your heart health. It's great for your blood sugar level. Kia ora, ko Stacey Morrison aho. In this episode of Healthier Hoax, we're putting functional fungi, or mushroom supplements, under the microscope. To do this, my producer Liz Garten joined a group of fungi enthusiasts on a foray at Maungatautari Sanctuary Mountain near Cambridge. And so you can see this, uh, all these threads at the base there, which is the mycelium. She's being taken around by Bevan Weir, research leader in mycology and bacteriology at Manaki Whenua, Landcare Research. Uh, so this is the first one that we've seen so far that is a known edible. It's not very commonly eaten here, and it's not very good, like it doesn't have a very good flavour or anything like that but definitely edible. Usually you take it and you dry it and they store really well dried and you'd cut it into strips and then put it into like a soup or a stir fry and something like that. And in a soup it just adds a bit of kind of rubbery texture which <laughs> some people like. Yeah, you haven't sold it to me either. Put it in and yeah. it gives you a rubbery texture. Yeah, it just gives a little <laughs> bit of a bite. Just, just a little bit of chewiness to an otherwise... Do you actually yeah. like to eat mushrooms? Yeah. Fungi? You do? Yeah, okay. yeah. And so my most common thing I do is just get some uh, chlorotis, which is a big big kind of white one that you'll see sliced up and dried, and you can just mix that into just like noodles or something like that, and it just adds, you know, good protein. You know, there's um, shiitake, have like that slightly different flavour, but that kind of strong. The, the lion's mane, which we don't really have here, but our New Zealand... Um, species that, that's similar. Yeah, that has kind of very light sort of seafood lobster sort of flavour. Back at the foray's home base, all the finds of the day are laid out on a table, including a New Zealand version of lion's mane. Liz gave it a go. It's got a little bit of, um, you know, dirt, dirt. stuff on, so yeah, I'm just like uh, clean a bit and I'll just take off a little... Oh yeah. Just like that. Mm. Oh, it's quite peppery. Mm. It's much better when you cook it. Everything tastes better when it's a little bit <laughs> fried in butter, doesn't it? So, yeah. so it didn't taste too bad, but will it fix all the things that people claim it can? There's no strong evidence for that, but there's a lot of active research going on. 
So yeah, there's there's always the possibility. But yeah, why not? It's um, yeah, delicious. If you can build it into your meals and, and eat it, it has some great effects as well. It's just a bonus. Bevan says even if you take out the unproven health benefits, mushrooms are good for you. Mushrooms in general are just a really great thing and when you're using it as a replacement. So if you're having sausages or something for one meal and you replace that by mushrooms, um, you know, it's um, just a lot healthier. You're not having all that uh, cholesterol and uh, animal fats. This is a crowd that's passionate about fungi, so you'd expect them to be open-minded about the health benefits of mushroom supplements. I would say that there is likely many medicinal compounds in a wide variety of different mushrooms. This is Alexander James Bradshaw from the Natural History Museum of Utah. He was in Aotearoa doing postdoctoral research, so popped along for the foray. So the one that many people specifically talk about at Heresium is a chemical compound called hericinones, and there's also uh, aranacines, and that's a compound that's recently starting to come out in the literature as possibly being a neurotropic, actually having the ability to make healthier brain connections. That being the case, the research is still very much in its intimacy and it's, very, and it's coming out. Many companies have capitalized on this and they are producing these supplements and it should always be taken with a grain of salt. Alexander was talking with Dr. Michael Howard when Liz barged in with her microphones. Michael practices emergency medicine in Northland and has a PhD in microbiology and immunology. I always caution people. There have been cases of things being adulterated with other medications and sold as, as being a product that might benefit your health and they truly aren't. But we have hope, as um, has been shown throughout Asia, there's a long, I think, maybe folklore, but uh, more regimented studies are coming into, and we're in the infancy of that process, too. It does have a very long backstory, especially in some of these Asianic countries, but yes, I do know my biggest problem with many of it is that they are often sold as panaceas, that they cure everything from you know, colds to being having a headache to anything under the sun. And I think that's where we need to start breaking away from myth and figuring out the reality of what, if they have these medicinal compounds, what they're doing and how and what they're actually affecting. So I have no doubt they exist, but, you know. In practicing in New Zealand, I, I've been impressed at, at the knowledge of your local providers. So I would encourage people to actually talk to their doctor about these things because the knowledge is actually growing and there is, there is every month coming out another article um, that has scientific basis and is talking about the use of these things, particularly as an adjunct to cancer therapies. And, um, and, and they're finding them to be safe and helpful in those situations. So I'd encourage people to talk to their doctor. And I think at a minimum, I don't think that unless they have been cut unethically with something that is dangerous for you, I don't think that any of these supplements would ever do a whole lot of harm, to be honest. At at minimum, I don't think anyone is going to be hurt by them. But it could be a waste of your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe on your pocketbook, for sure. (laughs) There are plenty of New Zealand-based companies getting in on the mushroom supplements game. And there are all sorts of functional fungi you can get in supplement form, from turkey tail for gut health and immune support, cordyceps to increase oxygen uptake and ease fatigue, and reishi for heart health and sleeplessness. The one we decided to try out was the Flow State Lion's Mane Capsules, which claims to provide brain health support, and who doesn't need that? It's $55 for a jar of 120 capsules. The instructions say to take one capsule in the morning or afternoon. I opted for a morning pick-me-up 
and I reckon it kind of did make me feel more alert. But that could be just the placebo effect. Oh, the placebo effect is incredibly powerful. They say around 17% effect, actually. I mean, maybe it has given you some benefits, you know, um, whether that's be placebo or active. This is Professor Claire Wall, Head of the Department of Nutrition and Dietetics at the University of Auckland. She's also quite the fungi fan. I think mushrooms are incredibly versatile and in the sort of era that we live in where we're trying to encourage people to eat more of a plant-based diet, um, they add real value in terms of providing that variety. I think mushrooms have got some amazing properties. I mean, one, you know, I personally think they taste really, really good. You can do a lot with them. They've got different sorts of textures depending on what you do with them. Um, And they've got an incredible nutritional value and quality. They give you a good bang for your buck. They're very low in energy, so you can, you know, eat quite a lot of them. They provide you lots of nutrients. And they've also got some very strong antioxidant properties as well. Claire says historically there have been lots of studies looking at the nutritional benefits of mushrooms and population studies looking at groups that culturally consume mushrooms regularly. There's been quite a lot of small trials done looking at at mushroom type supplements versus placebo and looking at their um, impact on some immune markers, anti-inflammatory markers. But I haven't seen any long-term trials where those supplements have been used to demonstrate reduction of risk of cancer, for example, or reduction of risk of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Whereas some of the observational studies of looking at the intake, dietary intake of mushrooms in in population groups show that populations that consume more mushrooms in their diet have reduced risk of certain types of cancers, particularly breast cancer, and also um, some neurodegenerative disorders. But then that's just association We can't say, yes, if you eat mushrooms, you are definitely going to reduce your risk of getting cancer or you're definitely going to reduce your risk of getting Alzheimer's because those studies can't give us causality. Is it just their raw form that they can offer the antioxidant and, you know, pretty good nutrients or does it change if they're cooked? That's a really good question. So um, the literature that I've read around um, cooking and food preparation is that obviously the antioxidant levels are higher in the raw form. Um, but you can retain them depending on the, the way that you cook the mushrooms. And apparently grilling is the most effective way of retaining them. So not creamy mushrooms with butter and salt so much. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> so if I can't have my creamy mushrooms, should I be taking mushroom supplements? My advice always is first do no harm. So if you know that the supplement's OK, um, it's not going to harm you by taking it, um, you know, if it benefits you, that's fine. If it doesn't, then, you know, it's kind of a waste of money. What about different types of mushrooms? Is there a different uh, aspect that's brought by different types of mushrooms? Um, I think overall there are different concentrations of some of those antioxidants dependent on the mushrooms, but also not only on the type of mushroom, but apparently, you know, how they're grown and the time of picking, harvesting. So there's quite a lot of other factors that affect the composition of them. I don't know, I haven't seen enough literature to suggest that one of the types of mushrooms is has a higher level of some of those antioxidants than another. So, Clear's verdict on mushrooms? Love mushrooms, yeah. I love the flavour of them, the versatility of them. Yeah, I really like mushrooms. What about mushroom supplements? I've never taken a mushroom supplement and, and I wouldn't at this stage because for me there's no convincing evidence 
for me to take them. I'd rather eat them in their whole form. And she would encourage people to take a close look at what's being promised. It's often the, the claims are what we call quite soft. So they're saying that, you know, this product contains a substance that's found in mushrooms that has been shown to be <laughs> beneficial for your health. But they're not actually saying if you take this supplement every day, you are definitely going to reduce your risk of, you know, getting neurodegenerative disease or you're definitely going to be sharper and you're going to perform better at there's no direct association. They shouldn't be making anyway that kind of claim. So how would you describe a mushroom supplement? Is it healthy or a hoax? I would say a hoax. Not buying them then? <laughs> no. I'd rather eat them. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Healthy or Hoax, hosted by me, Stacey Morrison. A big thank you to our guests for sharing their time and expertise with us. This episode was produced by Liz Garten, and Jeremy Veal was the audio engineer. Tim Watkin is executive producer of RNZ Podcasts. Healthy or Hoax is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. Hit that follow button so you don't miss an episode. Mauri ora kia koutou, wishing you the best of health.